cave. And welcome back to another edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podman Ron. And we're back together again, and happy 2022, guys. I mean, this is it. The yeah. year of the Podmen is finally upon us. The year of the Podmen. <laughs> finally. I mean, we what did. What defines the year of the Podmen? I don't know. Every year, Podman Ron oh, yeah. gives us a big pep talk about how this year we're really going to make this a breakthrough. Is true. This, this is it. Now, you know, I, I, I saw on the, uh, on the, the, the internet the. Uh, it must be true. Yep. Joanna and Chip Gaines got their own like network. Yeah, they turned DIY into the Magnolia <laughs> Network. The Magnolia Network. So therefore, I think we should do our own podcast network. Yeah, I I think <laughs> uh, I mean we did talk about uh, Brian you I having mean, a wrestling podcast. Yeah, I mean we can't we can't get the podcast off, but maybe we no. can get a network off. I can get a retro gaming podcast going. Ah. Retro gaming. We've got the Bosch Cast. The Bosch, Bosch cast. cast. We've got ready to go, man. Cooking with Brian, and he needs to find him a co-host there. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe at some point uh, a PMR rent or something like that podcast. Well, and we could have the redundant Flashcast. So oh. we spend ninety minutes covering the sixty-minute episode of Flash <laughs> that aired that week. Uh, Ooh, like that. Which, we're, we're a couple of seasons behind on that. So. Yeah, several seasons. Yeah, I mean, re- I mean, remember that was back in the early days, though, of the Pod Men. Uh, I mean, we would sit and talk about fucking Flash Four in ninety minutes. God, and, we, we and Alex that would shit. just yeah, Alex uh-huh. would just drool all over it, right? Good times. Now we can barely watch it. Now CW is about to get sold. Is what? Yeah. Yeah, CW's supposed to be getting sold. Well, it was, you know, what's interesting is it was originally UPN Network, which was CBS. Right. And then it was the WB, and then they combined into one super channel. Uh, it was a joint venture between CBS and uh, um, Warner Brothers, and I guess now Warner's trying to sell it all just to CBS and get out of it. Just get out of the CW business. But what I read in that article was that uh, the CW has never – it's never been self-sufficient. It's never paid for itself. The old, the the they don't make enough marketing and advertising dollars to keep the, the channel justified, other than the royalties to other countries and then the stuff they do with Netflix royalties. But then they ended that in 2019, trying to bolster what was going to be on HBO Max. So it's a crazy. Yeah. Crazy, wicked window world we play in nowadays. So not only are, is it going to be the channel's gone, all that DC content's going to be gone too. So it's you know what the hell are they going to put on that network? So said earlier. <laughs> Podman <laughs> Ron reverses the mute button. He mutes it when he's talking and unmutes it when he's coughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek. It's, oh. uh, it's CBS. Yeah, I think Brian said that earlier today. Yeah, but. I did. But yeah, how many how many nights a week can you have stars? Can you have stars? Right. Going? How I many fucking know, series man. they got nowadays? You know, they've got about three or four series going on. I mean, pull out all the old stuff and yeah, have you know just have <laughs> do it in like chronological order or something like that. Starting at four o'clock in the afternoon, you'd play the original series and the next gen and deep space and Voyager. And yeah, that takes up care that. of everything. It's like super well, prime time. I feel like the Wayans brothers could really make a comeback. Oh, in living color. 
Yeah, well, not just in Living Color. I mean, how many weigh-ins TV shows were there at one time? That's true. They were you know? the kings of Hollywood. Are you talking about homies in space? Yeah, homies Homie, in space. Homies in space. There was, uh, uh, what was the one with, um, oh, the dad. I love the dad. Uh, from Friday. Oh. Shit. Know. Anyway. Oh, they could do Major Pain the series. Ooh. That would be excellent. I love that movie. Everybody, well, you need to save that. Somebody needs to bring that up in the retro review. Um, yes. Uh, but before we get to there, let's since we've already gotten into the news, let's talk about more news. <laughs> All right. Elsewhere in the news, uh, I don't know if there's a whole lot of stuff happening right now. I mean, there's, uh, I guess, the, the, in the movie news, uh, it came out that Marvel... Uh, made up thirty per like thirty percent of the box office total of for, for last yeah, year for the year <laughs> I mean, only thirty percent that that you know is well I mean, Eternals so yeah. <laughs> if it would have been a better movie and Shang Chi I know let's not get into that uh, but uh, if you would have had something other than Shang Chi <laughs> and uh, Eternals maybe you'd be up to seventy percent well consider considering what the box office made this year that is still surprisingly low. For Marvel, I mean, I mean, what what else was out there this year? Ghostbusters, Double uh... Seven did really well. Yeah, I think. Does Marvel count? Did they count Spider Man as Marvel? I'm sure. I'm uh, sure they maybe did. not. Yeah, because it's like because it's uh, you, know, or something. You, know you know what? That's a good point. They, but they may not have. I don't know. So, yeah. Have you? Yeah, has anyone seen? Low. Has anyone seen Spider Man again? No, I want to. I'd okay. love to. Right. But I will say this as a, uh, I guess we could say it for retro review, but <clears throat> yeah, I will save it for retro review. Okay. All right. That's a suspense right there. I'll, even, I'll type it up. Speaking of Eternals, did you see the uh, the article I posted uh, since you guys? Yeah, maybe like a, an alternate ending or, or the original ending, maybe? Yeah, yeah Chloe Zhao, her, the original ending she had was uh, even more bleak. So that that more bleak than than Icarus, you know, committing suicide and, and murdering half the team. So, but uh, uh, it was they get reset. All of them get their memories wiped and reset, and they're they're heading off to another planet to uh, to start the whole cycle over again. So basically, they're just slaves. So, well, basically, but, also also they that way they can explain that. We don't have to ever show them in the Marvel universe. <laughs> we don't have to. Yeah, see we don't ever show them again. They're gone. And uh, yeah, and they, they just write them off. That was it. They're done. Goodbye. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, probably wouldn't have been a bad plan. I bet yeah, they're so. regretting not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what did he give Eternals? I liked it. I didn't mind it. I, <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't a it wasn't a seven if that's what you're getting. Oh, no. it, it wasn't a seven out of five. I realize what what else can be. Nothing. I can't wait for fast uh, fast nine. What well, that's or are we at fast ten now? It may be a ten. Or out fast five. ten, fast ten, which again of, should be named fast ten. Your seatbelts. Yeah, if they uh, they are definitely missing out if they don't use that. If they don't name this movie From fast ten, your seatbelts. Kid, there. They're out of their fucking mind. We should, as as a as the Podman Instagram, you should put that recommendation, Brian, to Vin Diesel. To Vin Diesel, yeah. Sorry, you can't get the rock. Sorry, you pissed off the rock, but maybe this would help. Maybe this will help you out. Fast ten, 
your so seatbelts. This, this is just for you. Just for you. Uh, we had some more news about the DC Extended Universe, which has got fanboys <laughs> in an uproar. Oh, my goodness. What's, what are they mad about uh, now? Yeah, I know what they're mad about. So people are saying, uh, TMZ reported that someone had seen an early uh, draft of the script <laughs> for the Flash movie. And Flash will com- effectively completely erase the Snyder verse from existence. And we will now, now where it's going to head into a Justice League movie where you'll have uh, the Flash, okay. you'll have uh, Supergirl okay. taking the Superman role, right. Batgirl, which will be the Batgirl for the, from the HBO Max series okay. uh, as, as the Batman role, and then you're going to have uh, Shazam. That sounds like a so, the, sounds like the Justice League from the nineties or something. This does not yeah. sound like a good team up. So I I'm, I wouldn't mind uh, having Supergirl and Batgirl as like a world's finest. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, like do a team up, whether it's a TV show or a movie or whatever. But yeah, people are pissed that they're they're potentially right because they had just kind of Henry Cavill had just kind of warmed up to saying, hey, he'd come back. You know, he'd like to. To finish it out, you had Guy Rich. Was it Guy Ritchie? Um, uh, at one point, he was associated with no, oh, uh, Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn had said he wanted to come back and do like a like a more sci fi, lighter Superman, kind of like a All Star Superman sort of a movie, which would be kick ass. That would be uh, kick ass. And uh, yeah, I mean, the expectation is that we're getting another Batman, but it wouldn't be uh, anything to do with the Justice League. At that point, it's completely divergent from the Justice League. Uh, they also said that Michael Keaton is scheduled to come back in Batgirl, and ca- so there, there's rumors that it's they're going to steal some of the Batman Beyond stuff. Okay, but apply it to Batgirl. I'd be fine with so, that. That's fine. Yeah, people are pissed. People are pissed. Then, Again, um, this is the problem. Which, with... I, which I which I don't understand why they they don't just do the Batman Beyond. I mean, that's, uh, this, this makes no sense to me. Why don't you just do Batman Beyond Batman would be Beyond. so kick-ass. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants it. It's popular. I mean, why not do it? I mean, uh, DC, I don't know who runs that fucking Warner Brothers, but goddamn, they don't know what the fuck they're doing over there. <laughs> who runs this who shit? Who runs this shit? Can I speak yeah. to your manager? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, PMR turns like, into a Karen. It's like... <laughs> It's like they sit down. Warner Brothers, I'd like to speak to your manager. I want to speak to him now! <laughs> I need a Warner Brother on the phone now. Give me well, one of the Warner Brothers. One. I'm not going to leave. I mean, you got to think, there's probably about four or five guys that sit in a room. And does any of them ever read any of this shit? I mean, do they not know what people... I mean, they're making well, these Jeff Johns. for people to go see. To go see. Right. Do they not realize that, oh, let's do something completely fucked up and different that no one will see it and won't catch any kind of ground and we won't be able to build on it? You know, that's what they've been doing for the past 10 years. Well, shouldn't Jeff Johns be able to, I mean. You would think. Right, because, I mean. You know what? I, I, think, th- I think Jeff Johns, I think his problem is he's not Hollywood. He's from comic book world. So I think he goes into these meetings and he gets overwhelmed. He's too much of a pussy. <laughs> Give me a bottle of water, <laughs> Jeff Johns. <laughs> too much of a pussy to stand yeah. up and say, no, that's not yeah. how we fucking did it. it Jeff, Jeff Johns, you're going to be the timekeeper for this meeting. That's all you're going to do is let yeah. us know. Hey, yeah. I mean, I don't know you what take the minutes. Does. You take the minutes. I don't know what the 
fuck else he does? I mean, in the comic books, he's always been good about everybody you know, loved him, but now it. everybody hates yeah. him. Yeah. Well, because you don't know what the fuck he's doing. I think they just tell him, you know, go get our water, Jeff, or fucking clean the toilet. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. We'll put wow. your name on it. Here's a check. Right. Okay. Well, I guess I can agree. PMR with that. is in rare form I tonight, know. folks. I'm just but now, saying, and Brian, I mean, did you read uh, this or did you post this about? Uh, <laughs> That isn't Jim Lee supposed to take a larger role as I, I know he's kind of like Christ, quote unquote like worthless. Is, everybody hates Jim Lee now too. Well, Jim, I don't even know why Jim Lee is in the position he's in. He never fucking worked in DC up until <laughs> when did he work in DC? He worked in DC when he started that PMR DC. rant early. I know, like the mid two thousands with the Batman run he did, and that was it. He never was a DC person. He was a Marvel person, and then all of a sudden, you know. <laughs> And make him head of DC, and he really hasn't done anything. So fuck up DC more and more. Uh, PMR caught a <laughs> caught a little peek into the the COVID death looming over every world, and now he he's just got to get this stuff off his chest as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah. I think we we re, we we had to do that reboot at the beginning of the episode, but we apologize at the beginning of the episode. So it's probably now. <laughs> Uh, the listener may need to quarantine for two weeks after this episode because PMR has tested positive for COVID. And positive for just pure Sorry. anger. Yeah, <laughs> just, just pure hate. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, Keep it going. DC Brian. bought Wildstorm in 1998. I, I know. I know how it all came Don't tell me what they bought. I know, I know what they bought. I don't understand. Why the fuck he's in charge? Why are you walking around in circles, Podman? He's so mad. He's walking. He's got so much nervous energy. I'm pacing. The nerdatorium is like 12 by 12. This is square. He's doing lap after lap. He's going to walk a hole in that carpet. I hope you got your Fitbit on because you can get some points right now. Okay, I'm going to sit down. Thank you. Jesus. Uh, so back to what what got us on the, before this rant. Ezra Miller even said has come out and said, "Well, nothing can erase the Snyderverse and the contributions Zack Snyder's made." Well, he didn't say they're not going to really erase that continuity. Right, right. He just said, "Well, we're not going to pull the movies off the market." Essentially, my, my only thing I'm upset about the Flash movie erasing the Snyderverse is it cannot erase the Snyderverse from my memory. <laughs> the Snyderverse was fantastic, and you. Two are fools. That's all I That's got. That's the say. only thing I regret. You're two fools. You don't. They know. can do that, and that would be a plus. <laughs> you want to? You want to get a? Uh, what is it? The uh, eternal sunshine of a spotless mind. You want to become exactly. wipe your memory entirely. Just wipe your memory of it. Uh, just the Snyderverse. <clears throat> I, I still give my Men of Steel a seven out of five. So Jesus Christ, seven out of five. All right, That's what else, Brian? It checks out. Uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> What else did I post? Talk so much to yourselves. Oh, uh, Morbius has been delayed from January to April, (laughs) which means it's now been postponed more times than the New Mutants. (laughs) Which they just finally gave up on at some point, right? (laughs) They should just give up. Yeah, and so, uh, PMR, you had a theory as to what they're doing. (laughs) Nope. <laughs> in your in your uh, Nyquil haze, Nyquil haze, I You it? said that uh, you thought they were going to uh, go oh. and do something. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I th- I thought, and uh, it came to me in a dream <laughs> that uh, everybody was so enamored with Andrew Garfield in this last Spider-Man movie. 
that uh, everybody's wanting to see a third Spider-Man movie, right? Starring Andrew Garfield. Yeah, so of I course. Thought maybe they're going to go back in and reshoot some scenes and have a stinger at the end of this movie with Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. That would be great. And along those lines, Tobey Maguire today has said that he would like to come back as Spider-Man as well in some way, shape, or form. Everybody needs a paycheck. Everybody wants a paycheck. It ain't just Jeff Johns wanting a paycheck and doing whatever. These two fools are going to do the same thing. I'd be wanting to suck on that Marvel teat a little bit longer. I mean, come on. Tobey ain't got no problem with it. And you know what? I think, was it you, Brian, that said? I think that's the best way to bring him back. Spider, Spider Girl, Girl. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Do Mayday I mean, Parker? Yes. Yeah, I like like the more I think about it, that's <laughs> that's awesome. And I think uh, you've got the Craven thing teed up. You've already cast him. Do Andrew Garfield and do Craven's Last Hunt and make it a quasi Craven launch, and then yeah. the final, uh, you know, the final Andrew Garfield movie. I mean, why would why would Sony not do that? Sony's been trying to build a Spider Universe for like ten years now. Here is their chance, and they no. Marvel teed it up for them perfectly, so they could do all these damn. They got Silver Sable and Black Cat in pro, you know, in pre-prod, well, so you know that's. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> they want to focus their attention on the a, a, a Black Cat movie, Silver Sable. Yeah, there you go. And then, final bit of news, and this is this is kind of this is going to be a letdown. This is going to hurt PMR. This one's going to hurt. Wow, but. uh They've officially announced, or they've uh, James Gunn has officially come out and said that two Marvel favorites cannot appear in the Guardians of the Galaxy. I saw that. Do you know who? I do, and they're both two of my favorites. Wow! One, one being Rob the Space Knight, <clears throat> which I loved Rob the Space Knight back in the seventies and eighties, and uh, the second one is. Bug from Micronauts, which is mm-hmm. a fucking awesome character too. Because they're both owned by Hasbro. Yep. Son of a bitch. Fucking so. Hasbro needs to come off of that nope. shit. I'm sorry. Bug is owned I was by about to Mattel, say, I think. Right, because he Mattel wasn't originally. And, yeah, he Bug was created for the comic book, right? Right. He yeah. wasn't. A, yeah, yeah Bug. They, they never made a Bug figure in the Micronaut. Right. Unfortunately. I wanted yeah, him to. Bug too. is Mattel, and then and then Rom is is Hasbro. So, Bug but yeah, always a fucking cool ass character, and 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 Rom too, man. I I really they really did a the toy looks ridiculous, but the comic book is really cool. Was the comic book good? I don't remember the comic yeah. book. Yeah, oh yeah, man, the diorats and stuff, man. That, that was a great book back in the back in the eighties. Tried back in the eighties. Uh, I think it it premiered in like seventy nine. Okay, and it, and it lasted for like sixty issues. And it was kind of like Guardians of the... I'm not Guardians. It was kind of like uh, Green Lantern, right? Like they were... Yeah, they're all space Marvel space cops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I didn't remember what it was. (laughs) And they were trying to create... um, Prevent the... uh, the, They were called the Dire Rats, which they were like body snatchers. They could come in and snatch your body and take on that person's look. uh, But the way they did it, they would suck the... the living force out of that person. It was great. <laughs> you, you had me at now we know. Now we know why he loved it. Uh, they would suck the living force out of a person. Just go ahead and do it. Just, Man. <clears throat> that's a great like book, it. though. But yeah, that's disappointing. Very disappointing. Maybe Hasbro will, will go. I mean, what the fuck is Hasbro doing with Ron? They anyway? just sitting I mean, on their asses? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, 
fuck. Now that you, now that you mentioned it, the uh, Hasbro did tried to do their Avengers thing where they brought everything together under one under one tentpole. It was called Revolution. Uh, was the comic, and and so you had you found out that uh, Joe Colton, GI Joe Colton, right, was actually uh, they kind of scrolled him. Right, he was an imposter, and I guess he was one of the dire wraths, right? And uh, so it brought in Rom Space Knight, and the dire wraths also were an enemy of the Transformers. And then you had where G.I. Joe, because it was Joe Colton being impersonated, got pulled into it, and then Mask was almost like an offshoot of G.I. Joe. Like you had, um, uh, oh, what's his name, Max uh, Mayhem who's the leader of Venom in Mask, was like used to work for the G.I. Joe program, and he kind of splintered off, and that's when he created Mask. So you had this storyline where it tried to bring everything together all under one umbrella, and it just kind of landed flat. And since then, now they've already rebooted. They've rebooted G.I. Joe again. Mask is is gone again. Um, Rom's gone again, and Transformers has been rebooted again too. So it's, yeah, they tried. But you see what they should do. I mean... Hasbro, it's like, just go over to Marvel and say, hey, you know what? We read this article where <clears throat> James Gunn really likes ROM. We'll give you ROM if you'll let us produce the toys. Well, on Hasbro already makes the uh, the Marvel toys. What the fuck? Just license right. out ROM. I mean... Hasbro already makes the Marvel toys, so you know it's hey, we'll let you we'll let you put him in the Guardians movie because yeah. apparently James Gunn wants to put him in. Like, <laughs> right. that's, yeah. like the, based off what he said, like that was what a character that he would love to be able to add in, which would be awesome, man. And so Hasbro puts Rom, lets them license Rom. They get to just maybe you don't even make it part of the Marvel Legends. You do an offshoot line of Rom Space Knight. But hey, it's because he was just in, and then and then you could do the Rom Space Knight as a as a uh, a soft, you know, pilot into a, a Rom Space Knight movie. It would, I mean, it's a no brainer. What? The, who the fuck running all this shit? The guy from Warner Brothers, I think. It must that be. fuckers. <clears throat> he's fucking shit up left and right. Now. Jesus Christ. No. So, well. Uh, well, I got I got one piece of oh, news. Yeah. Uh, that, Bro, I didn't put in the day oh. that I read that uh, Justin Timberlake is being approached for a major Marvel role. Ooh. Two Gun Kid? <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> Don't laugh at the Two Gun Kid. I like the Two Gun Kid. I thought that no, was no, Chris no, Pine. That's going to be Chris Pine. He would make oh, a sorry. No, 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 no. The, no, the, no, no. The talk is it's possibly Doctor Doom. Ooh, sure. Why not? Get a pretty boy like that playing Doctor Doom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, that just really that, well, that went over like a Well, speaking about killing a podcast. Well, it could be worse than uh, that other idiot that they got played to. Hell, the last two idiots that played to just talks <laughs> over the segue. Uh, yeah, you're right. That is that is better than the last two idiots that played Doom. Who, what, who, what two idiots? The uh, Julian but, McMahon, right? Oh but, God, that guy sucks. But who then, else? Uh, oh, that guy. Uh, what else has he been? He, he looks Roger like Warren. Adam Driver, kind of. Hello, dude. Oh, Hello, oh, dude. from uh, I forgot all about that. The new Josh Trask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, I forgot oh, all about God, that. that was terrible. Ugh. Oh, well. 
Well, you know what else is terrible? Is not making it to your 100th birthday. Ow. Two weeks out. Yeah. Uh, well, Ron's favorite golden girl, Betty White, passed away uh, just weeks before her 100th birthday. As I was eating my nachos that day, I saw that came across. <laughs> you had my, two, uh, two big surprises. Cobra Kai dropped and Betty White dropped Did too. two, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. He leapt up at Monterey's and said, have you all seen this? What's going on in the world? What's going on in the world? I got COVID. <laughs> you have Betty COVID. Betty White's dead. Betty White's dead. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, Betty White was in, pre- was she ever in a Marvel or a superhero movie Movie at all? I don't think she was. Was she? No. I don't think so, yeah. Oh, well. Just B. Arthur in that Christmas special, the Star Wars Christmas oh, special. B. Arthur, now that's, that's talent. I love B. Arthur. So she was your favorite golden girl. <clears throat> oh, yeah, absolutely. B. Arthur was. Yeah, mine <laughs> not was. That, not that scab, Who? Betty White. Rue McClanahan. Oh, Blanche. The slutty I southerner. Love that slutty southerner. Wow. The slut. Well, anyways, we're here to talk about Betty White. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, she'll be missed. Everybody loved her, I guess. <laughs> well, you know what? I just feel like... No, no, I'm, we're going to get hate mail if I say this. <laughs> then don't say it. Yeah. Well, well, let me say it's it. Very, it's very simple. No, no, no. no, no. Get no I got to get it out. I'm worried we're going to get a crotch shot here pretty soon. I, I like Betty White. Okay. Really but, but I feel like but, everybody really just wanted to like Betty White because it was like the popular thing to do. Yeah, I, think but, I agree with that. You know, it was like... It, she became like, I don't know, pop culture status where, you know, you had to uh, like Betty White. Yeah. Kind of like the word about Stan thing. Lee? Well, that's kind of like Stan Lee. Wow. Well, well, <clears throat> that, that hurts. goes without saying. Yeah, I mean, well, that, Stan Lee did something with his life. <laughs> I mean, Betty White would just show up and be like, "Oh, I don't know," and then everybody would laugh and be like, "I love old people. I love old people. Octogenarians are so sweet." Yeah, we, we, I mean, she's a cute old lady. I'll give her that. I mean, she was cute. Like, yeah, yeah, she was cute lady. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on. <laughs> we have nothing good to say about Betty White. <laughs> God, like, like, I like Betty White. I don't know. I, like, Who are you? Is it good, anything good to say about anyone tonight? No, 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 no. But where he's saving but it all for what? Cobra Kai. Go ahead. And, you, what everybody's saying is to donate five bucks for uh, to the some dog thing to. Uh, okay. Perfect. That's what she liked. So get five dollars out of your wallet and Google some dog thing. Some dog, the human fund, the dog fund. And just try to try to <laughs> shove that dollar in your USB <laughs> port. It won't take it. I tried. Uh, well, all right. I tried. Be sad. I tried to do right by you, baby. He was so no, cute. No, her on her birthday, you were supposed to give like five bucks in honor of the dogs. Or oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway, all right. Uh, so I wonder, uh, just real quick, I wonder if they had like a huge party floor planned. And if so, I mean, we're like the cater out money now. I mean, they like somebody's going. I think they said they did, money. right? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they, had, they did. Magazines were printed out, everything, newspapers. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, it reminds me of the uh, the George Burns thing, you know, where George Burns suddenly like disappeared from the limelight and then like a week after it was supposed to be his hundredth birthday 
they announced that he had passed. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I'm completely convinced he passed. Like, but they, you know, they they wanted to get him over that hurdle. So I'm surprised they didn't do her the same way. Yeah, I mean, more than now, more than ever, ever America needs hope like that. But that's right. You know. Oh well. Poor old Betty White. Now I'm feeling bad. <laughs> Podman Ryan's coming all the way around. Ron's He's going to come back to hate no. her pretty soon. All right, yeah. well, let's. No, no, no. Yeah, we better get off now before he does. Speaking of Betty White, let's just go to the boob tube. All right, in TV, we got two shows. One that uh, I watched the first episode of, The Book of Boba Fett. Did you guys watch this? One and two. I I haven't watched the second episode yet. I haven't watched either. Wow. Brian, what is wrong with you? How could you not be excited about Boba Fett? I'll eventually watch it, I guess. I uh, I don't know. It just doesn't. uh, I'm Star Wars out. Wow. The Mandalorian just really, out. really sucked you out, huh? Yeah, just like a, uh, a what a um, a death wraith yeah. or whatever it is. <laughs> death it sucks. Yeah, it just sucked it, the yeah. living out of you. Uh, but uh, Podman Ron, you're the exact opposite. You're like, yeah, give me more Boba Fett here, right? Well, I didn't, I didn't say that. I said uh, I watched it. <laughs> I watched it. It's it's good. It's not nothing to like cream your pants over. I mean, it's. Uh, not like Cobra Kai. No. Like right. We don't have to spend any time on it. No, no, no. I just want to. I, I can't describe the series. I mean, it's it's interesting. You know, it sh- kind of picks up where you know where we left off with him in the Mandalorian, but then it also picks up how he escaped from the Sarlacc pit in yeah. Return of the Jedi. Which and it kind of shows. It's kind of like a. It keeps doing flashbacks to oh, like. Okay. So you'll have him in modern or whatever time he is now as the new job of the hut, right. the, the gangster of the city. And you get about 10 or 15 minutes of that. And then all of a sudden he flashes back to when he was taken in by the Tuscan Raiders and, you know, learn to learn to, to love again. One of them. Yeah, pretty much. And, and show them how to, to do it. And that stuff's interesting. But honestly, like the last episode, the last 40 minutes didn't have any hardly any dialogue whatsoever i mean oh, wow. it's just that kind of show trying to be kind of reminds me of, it kind of reminds me of the old kung fu show and the mandalorian for that matter it kind of reminds me of but i mean it's all right okay but i'm kind of i'm kind of like brian also i mean i i think star wars is i don't know i you guys probably like all the stuff more because y'all watched all the clone wars and stuff but i i never get into that so I guess my Star Wars time is kind of... Wow, all right. Maybe the, wow. close the book on Star Wars with the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, it's weird. I, uh, I'll watch it, but... Yeah, that's, like that's kind of... But honestly, that's kind of the way I felt for years. I never... You guys know how much shit I collect, you know? I've never been interested in collecting Star Wars. It, it, I mean, I, I collect Masters of the Universe, G.I. Joe, Transformers, DC, Marvel... I even like picked up uh, Le Centurion's figures the other, you know, a while back. <laughs> like, I will, uh, it doesn't take much to pique my interest and in, and in, in get me collecting something. I've never been wow. interested in collecting Star Wars on any <clears throat> at, at any level at any time. I was into Star Wars when the first 
movie came out and I had some of those figures, you know, the the Luke where the lightsaber rolled up into his, his arm and the right. Obi-Wan. Uh, even after that, no compunction to buy it. Even as a kid, like it was G.I. Joe, Transformers, that sort of stuff. I was I never cared about Star Wars even back then. I'll watch the movies and I can I can be entertained by the movies and, and, and stuff, but I don't know. I, I don't I really don't get that fandom as much wow. as other stuff. All right. So yeah, well, the Star Wars stuff I, I collect is like very small, and it's only the original figures from the seventies, and it's only because it just I don't know. I can remember them when I was a kid, so it just has a good memory for me. So I so I keep. I like the the first series, and that's it. I don't want any of the other stuff. I don't definitely don't want any of the new stuff. And that's pretty much it. All right. Well, hey, okay. <laughs> Brian. Maybe I mean, we'll but, after after the series is over. Maybe we'll we can uh, all get on the same page with that and talk about this Boba Fett a little bit. Maybe so. I did hear that uh, um, as a callback to community, or not community, but uh, Parks and Rec, that. Uh, Pat, there was an episode oh. of Parks and Rec. I think it was in season four where right. Pat Oswalt's character came and he did like this filibuster in front right, of the city council. That. Yeah, and and they said uh, it's almost shot for shot exactly what because he did this fan fiction about how Boba Fett survived and he talked about it for like it, it went on for like three minutes of the episode and they said that it's almost shot for shot exactly how how uh, Boba Fett survived. Oh, that's hilarious. Man. So yeah. Well, you know it's a good show. I'd recommend it. If, I mean. But can't stand five out of five. Can't stand it. No interest. Five out of five. I would give it a four out of five. I don't get Star Star Wars. Five out of five. Yeah, I I watched the first episode and it was fine. Nothing, nothing wrong with it. Uh, But uh, I think it'll do well. People, people love Mandalorian type folks and uh, people love uh, Boba Fett. So what's not to love here? Molly really. Well, I mean, it's kind of slow paced, which is okay, but. Like, he constantly takes off his helmet. Right. <laughs> and that's, like, one of the coolest things about Boba, Boba Fett is his helmet and his, his armor. And this motherfucker can't leave his helmet well, on the Tamura, whatever his name is. He, he's got a Christ. pretty face, so uh, he wants to show it. <laughs> that <laughs> mug. That mug. He wants to mug at the camera. <laughs> I think my favorite uh, um, fan sort of like uh, speculation about all this is when uh, in Empire Strikes Back when Vader tells Boba Fett he's like and no disintegrations you know and they kind of said they kind of alluded to the fact that maybe Boba Fett's the one that killed Owen and Beru Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru because they were like uh, they were charred right remains so so uh, like people put that together that's been around for years but like that's why vader told them no disintegrations because he he burned owen and baru to a crisp he loves and he had a blowtorch he loves to blow things he does like to blow he loves blowing stuff all right well enough of this nonsense the real reason we're meeting today fellas is because cobra kai is back Oh, yeah. Cobra Kai and Miyagi Do. So, <clears throat> season four, right? Season four is that right? Four. Season four dropped while uh, Padma and Ron was having his chips and salsa, worrying about Betty White and what was going to happen there. He found out it dropped, and uh, uh, Padma and Ron, you're a big uh, fan of this. Uh, it picks up right after uh, the previous season uh, leaves off with. 
kind of a com- uh, combo of uh, Eagle Fang and Miyagi Do joining forces against Cobra Kai. Uh, so we got the longtime rivals of Johnny and uh, uh, Daniel. Daniel. Daniel son. I almost forgot his name. Um, and uh, they have a little bit of clash of culture here. I mean, a clash of offense versus defense and way about teaching and a lot of rock music. And you guys have mentioned the, the famous words that the, I guess the writers really love in this series, kick ass, a lot of ass kicking in this show. And they love to talk about kicking <clears throat> ass. Uh, Brian, have, have you watched all the episodes, Brian? Yeah, I watched all the episodes. I didn't power through them in one day like BMR <laughs> did. But yeah, we watched. Uh, okay. I watched it over like three or four days. We watched all of it, and uh, uh, I gotta say, like we've said, TV shows are like male soap operas. Like this is one thousand percent a male soap opera. All the <clears throat> hokiness and melodrama and side eye and campy dialogue. It, it is. It is the epitome. It is days of our lives for men. Is what this show is. It is, and, and I love it. And you it love reflects it. real life, actually. <clears throat> it it reflects real life. Oh, it yeah. reflects real life. Well, okay. Well, I've kind I mean, of... Who hasn't had a karate? You know, <laughs> several beef war. You know, several karate beef wars. I mean, <laughs> I, I've said that. Uh, I, so I've watched all the episodes as well, and um, you know, it's it's almost like they took a WB a W a CW show rather. Uh, that would be 26 episodes and they compress it into eight or 10 episodes. So within one episode, you get a guy, you know, dating a girl, then he dumps her, then he dates another girl, then he dumps her. And then he's back with the original girl and she hates him or what. So you have this flip flop of, you know, whose team is who on and all this kind of stuff really compressed. And so people flip flop back and forth between Miyagi Do and uh, Eagle Fang and, Cobra guy. Sometimes, well, sometimes you forget. Sometimes you're like, <laughs> right? Wasn't he a good guy? Episode, you went, oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's <clears> right. <throat> that guy used to date her. And wait a minute, he used to be on that. A little team. ridiculous. Oh yeah. Well, no. it, and it's <clears throat> so uh, to Brad's point. It's it, I was sitting there like because uh, it is everybody. It was like they played fruit basket fruit basket turnover. <laughs> Just, you know, Robbie left Miyagi Do. Now he's Cobra Kai. Uh, Tori stayed Cobra Kai. Uh, but then, like, Hawk, I felt like, you know, Miguel went Eagle Fang. And I feel like, you know, because Daniel had nobody, like, other than <laughs> his daughter's face, the, the, yeah, his daughter. Uh, it was like, well, what do we do with Hawk? And so uh, Hawk, who was the biggest dick in the first three seasons, is right. now the, the, the main, you know, uh, fighter for Miyagi Do. <clears throat> Right. So it was like, I feel like they're in a room, like trying to figure out, okay, who do we put where? <laughs> right, right. So everybody's got to. Just like throwing darts it's at it. Like fantasy football. It's like yeah. they're doing fantasy football, figuring out who should be on which team. So Podman Ron, help help us keep track of the teams, okay, first of all. So we got Miyagi-Do. Well, you start out with Cobra Kai. Okay, okay start, got, start hey, at Cobra Kai. Let's start out with Cobra Kai. All right. John come back, he decided to start out with Cobra Kai. Well, Danielson said No. He can't have Cobra Kai come back. <laughs> not in my not in my city. Not in my city. So he starts Miyagi Go. Miyagi Do. <laughs> Miyagi Do. Sorry. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. He starts that. 
So everything's good, but then John Kreese comes back. Okay. And he comes back to Cobra Kai. And John Kreese, John Kreese was the head of Cobra Kai in the movies. In the, from the movies, movies, he was okay. the head of Cobra Kai in the 80s. Okay. <clears throat> so he comes back. He teams up with Johnny Lawrence. But Johnny Lawrence just doesn't like John Kreese's methods. Weird. Well, he tried to kill Johnny Lawrence in the parking lot after the All Valley. Oh, so he's kind of got a beef. Well, he's gotten over that. You know, he'd accepted Did John he? Kreese to come back. Yeah, okay, yeah, all that, right. They worked together. Yeah. So, but then by the end of the season, he had given up Cobra Kai. Yeah. So he decided to <clears throat> go on his own, and he started Eagle Fang Karate. So then you had Eagle Fang Karate, and right. you had Cobra Kai Karate. Led by John Kreese. You had Eagle Fang ran by Johnny Lawrence, and you had Miyagi Go Do ran by Daniel. So now Miyagi Do and Eagle Fang tried to join forces together in this season, but there's just one was a little bit too country and one was a little bit too rock and roll. That's a good way to look at it. Yep. And they just couldn't they couldn't see eye to eye, so they split back up. And so, <laughs> well, no, we we got a so we had that kind of conflict. There was the original conflict between Daniel and Johnny, uh, what's his face, Cobra Kai Johnny Lawrence, Lawrence. Yeah. and then Crease comes in, and we had conflict with Crease and both of those two characters. And so then, like you said, Pod Mineral, we have three houses now, and then Crease uh, brings in. Another guy. Terry Silver. So, hey, Terry and who is Terry Silver? Remind the audience who Terry Silver is. So, Karate Kid 3 uh, was the All-Valley. Uh, they wanted Daniel to come back and compete and defend his title at the All-Valley. And he didn't want to. He didn't have a reason to. That sort of thing. And so, uh, because Kreese had been shamed, you know, at the tournament, <laughs> he, he was determined that he was going to get Daniel in this tournament. And and have him uh, and have Cobra Kai beat the shit out of him. Okay. Well, Cobra Kai had lost all of their students because of what happened at the All Valley. So Crease uh, <laughs> calls his Vietnam buddy oh, Terry okay. Silver, who's rich. Terry Sil- Silver brings in a ringer, which is Mike Barnes, and uh, Mike Barnes. People remember oh, that name. Okay, interesting. And so. So Mike Barnes comes in, um, <clears throat> kind of befriends Daniel. Uh, he no, gets Mike him. Mike Barnes does not. Oh, that's right. He 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 attacks Daniel. He starts yeah. bullying Daniel. Daniel says that he needs to train more. He wants to join the All Valley. Miyagi says absolutely not. So Daniel actually joins Cobra Kai. Why? He gets trained, but but Crease is not there. Ah. Crease uh, is dead. <clears throat> They think Crease is dead. Terry yeah. Silver is is the one training Daniel and and making him really get super aggressive and like basically break everything he learned from Miyagi. And uh, then you find out, shock, John Crease is still alive. No, Daniel, we're kicking you out of Cobra Kai, and you got to fight Mike Barnes. He's actually he's actually Car- Cobra Kai all along. Barnes was actually working with Terry Silver. Yeah, was yeah. Terry Silver paid Mike Barnes to to do the All Valley because Mike Barnes was on Black Belt Magazine or something. He was like a well known ah, martial artist in the country. Ringer, bad boy. Uh, he's a ringer. Magazine said he was a What's bad that? boy of karate. Bad boy of karate is what That's the magazine right. said. Oh wow, bad boy of karate. Fuck with that guy. Uh, I, I'll tell you the 
the shit with Terry Silver this season was nuts. He was all over the place. He really was. Let's hit on Terry Silver. Well, can we start with one thing? Can we start with one thing? My favorite part. I I know know what you're going to say. My favorite part of the whole season was when Terry (laughs) Silver tried to explain why he acted so batshit crazy in the 80s. And it was because he was was coked up. He was a coke fiend in the 80s. He says this. He was a coke fiend in the 80s. And that's why he acted like a a complete and utter lunatic in in, in Karate Kid 3. That whole line was fantastic. I was crying laughing. He says something like, I was all coked up. He goes, why else would I try to pick a fight with a high school student? <laughs> <laughs> I was all coked well, up. It was great. It, he man. said, it was the 80s. I was, I was coked out of my mind. Why else yeah. would I want to pick a fight with a high school kid? Yeah. Uh, that well, was the best line. But you're right. You know, I was really excited to see Terry Silver come back, and it, honest to God, it didn't seem it was kind of a letdown there for the first I don't know most of most of the and whole season. He was just then kind of, he lost his ever loving shit. Right, <laughs> then he was totally one eighty. I, I think mean, he's back like, on the coke. That's what this. Well, I think so. He's I back mean, on he, the slopes. He went, from, he went from like mild mannered to old, you know, uh, Mike Nesbitt looking guy. You know this. <laughs> So all of a sudden he went, put that hair in a ponytail and got that evil grin on his face. And yeah, he's back at it. Shit again. Yeah, when the ponytail came back, that was that was him That's donning you know. the Green Goblin mask. Yeah, that, that was sad. Yeah, that really was. But and and yeah, he went. I, 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 I would have liked to have seen that earlier in the episode. Well, he, he went through a few. Like he, he went through a few trends. Uh, his character arc uh, went through a few few uh transformations as well right from kind of yeah. wimpy guy to really wimpy to uh he turned his back on crease right or, or whatever yeah lunatic to, yeah. to lunatic because he, he was the one that was saying you know nobody touch you you know don't touch any miyagi no or eagle fang we'll settle this tournament <laughs> you know um he went from like this well this guy makes a lot of sense you know, to, <laughs> to to like to crease is like what the fuck is wrong with right him? right right <laughs> when crease thinks you're nuts you're yeah, nuts you're something's wrong um, he staged his own death twice <laughs> he should have done it one more time crease fakes his death to get back at a high schooler <laughs> and then did it again to escape creditors <laughs> he is not a good person this crease fellow i don't think he should should follow him whatsoever um so let's talk about some of the fights. I mean, we there was, uh, you know, the the best fight from last season was when the the Cobra Kai gang invaded to the house invasion on the <laughs> <Yeah>. La- <laughs> and just tore the fuck out of uh, Daniel San's house. Uh, and a great fight ensued there. We didn't have that. T- and then was that was the second season where we had the mall fight where uh, yeah. Miguel fell down the, 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 the broke his back. Nobody is arrested. All these people were on yeah, None of this. None of these. No. So, so the fights were a little bit disappointing, I thought. We did have a kind of a, a prom fight, I guess, but uh, still not at those levels of the mall fight or the house invasion. I, I, I kind of like the prom fight. 
Well, I was gonna say I liked the uh, the prom fight. It was whatever. The the ones I, I like. The second best part of the season, the second funniest part of the season, is the whole build up to Daniel uh, versus Johnny Two. You oh, know, that, and that was and, bad. <laughs> so they, so, puts, uh, so before we so they so Daniel and Johnny get into it. They can't settle their differences, so they decide to have a which, backyard. Which karate's fight. better? Which karate is, style? Is right. Eagle Fang, or aggressive better, or defense? Right, and, and so they uh, have a backyard so they, brawl. They, uh. they decide to have a fight, and Johnny posts it on Twitter. <laughs> Right. It was like hash brown kick ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> they it's, there needs to be a, a drinking game as far as how many times somebody says kick ass because they oh, say yeah. it a lot at least in this season. Uh, and so then they get into the fight and it's uh, it's one one and then it's <laughs> two two and then they both do a uh, uh, um, an upwards kick and knock each other out at the exact same time. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, so it's still deadlocked. Still dead, still like dead that line. rivalry is not going to end yet. So that yeah, can't end it yet. And then uh, so that uh, that that was a I enjoyed that fight just from the comedy standpoint of it. But the fight I really liked was uh, uh, Eli and Robbie in the in the uh, the tournament. I think it was they didn't have shirts on. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. well, there was a reason for that. But the because um, uh, they, they kept they kept blocking. It was like blocked, 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 blocked. So I kind of liked that it that it got to the end where it was like uh, Eli won, didn't really win because you know Robbie got distracted or whatever. But I didn't see the fight going down that way. That was an interesting way to present the fight Look because it was like you know, yeah, every, it, it, there was a bunch of a bunch of false finishes to the fight. Right. So, but the, you know why Robbie lost the the gi, right? Because he has a rocket bod. Well. And uh, because he's not really, uh, he's not committed to anybody. Yeah, he's yeah, he's Cobra Kai now, but he's also like a student of Miyagi, and he's Johnny's son. So he's like he's like a samurai. He's like he's a a, uh, yeah. a warrior without a master. Yeah, and so and now so, at the end of this, he goes missing pretty much, right? Is that what happened? No, or, no, no, Miguel does. Yeah. Uh, but and I, I must say, Miguel looked like he ate too many cheeseburgers over the he's summer break. Beefing up for the Blue Beetle role, I think. He, he, got, a well, little, I, he got a little chubby there. Uh, I wanted it, the note that that his mom gave Johnny to say, "I left to go star in Blue Beetle. <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be in back mid season next season. Right. <laughs> season six. Because uh, that thing grew, right? Originally, it was supposed to be Blue Beetle was going to be uh, a uh, HBO movie, and now they've said no, it's going to release in theaters. So yeah. it's getting a much bigger. It'll production. change back to uh, he'll have no. a special guest appearance in Peacemaker, probably. That's true. That's My true. favorite scene, talking about favorite scenes, and I was afraid you guys were going to uh, spoil it for me, and now I can't think of the fucking song, but the training montage. And Johnny running along the beach, just like in Rocky 3, right? Or Rocky 4. Yeah, no, Rocky 4. Yeah. yeah. And they played the same song, too. Didn't they? It, well, it wasn't Broken Heart. Broken yeah. Heart, yeah. Yeah, they, they played that. That was the same song that was from one of the Rockies, Rocky 4, right? Rocky 4. Right. Rocky 4, where do you fight? 
Drago. When he's kicking over mailboxes and, and right. he, he goes out to the ocean and starts punching the waves. <laughs> I mean, that was so that I th- that was my favorite part. That again, not taking any of this too seriously, well, but it's like yeah. they were thinking. Uh, it's almost they had to have thought. Oh yeah, let's recreate. You know, part of the scenes of Rocky where Rocky and and Creed are running along the beach and all that kind of stuff, training. And then Johnny starts punching waves, and then he beats up a guy with on a on a scooter. I mean, just stupid, stupid shit. I mean, that's really. Great. You gotta say that's great, though. But I, I will say that if and that was all the lead up to Johnny to Johnny the Daniel too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not that I say this show is jump the shark, but if it ever just says he punched that shark. Point the jump the shark would be Carrie Underwood singing. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah. That, that was, was like, this is like well, a he, local karate tournament. Oh, uh, no, it's the and All they Valley. Bring, Here's... They bring in Carrie Underwood <laughs> to sing. Yeah. A 30-year-old song. I fast-forwarded through that part. Now, well, let me ask you this. Why didn't, and I'm sure they could have got him if they wanted him, they should have brought in Steve Perry from Journey. <laughs> To 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 recreate a, an old song, yeah, some montage song from Journey in the eighties. About the guy who's saying "You're the best," ah, oh, that's like Joe oh. Esposito. Yeah, they could brought in Joe Esposito. I know he ain't doing nothing. Yeah, he, he's he, probably waiting for that phone call. Yeah, he and uh, Nicholas Hammond from the Spider-Man TV show was hoping to get or that Stan call. Bush. Stan Bush, yeah. You got the touch. Dun, dun. Uh, so, so let's talk a little bit about some more character development here. Tori and Daniel's wife. So Tori, the bad girl from Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. who may be softening up. She may have found uh, a little bit of a mother figure in Daniel's wife. So at some point, are, is she going to open up a dojo? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, why not, right? And she's going to recruit her. And Oh, and Daniel's son. Daniel's son got a, a little bit of a role. Right, yeah, so that was going to mention that. They're basically restocking, right? <laughs> They're completely, yeah. They're restocking. Um, but back to Tori and and, uh, and uh, Amanda is her name, Amanda Lusa. Uh it's interesting because they've said that they've uh, that the uh, the house the the um, Larusso's house is in Atlanta that they filmed from that it sold, and so I kept waiting for them to say, you know, oh I don't feel safe in this house anymore. We got to move. Mm. We got to move, uh, which never happened. I, it'll be inter- it'll be interesting to see if they come back season five and go, oh we had to move, right? We had to move. We still didn't feel safe. Well, you kind of made up with Tori, but okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, so you had that, but then yeah, then you've got the whole storyline with Kenny, uh, and uh, um, he learned karate like in two months. The little yeah, kid, like yeah, little like kid. he's like he's like beating the shit out of everybody. <laughs> and then just to again, maybe these could be rules uh, for karate all star all valley tournaments. I'm not sure, Brian. Uh, but would you normally have a dojo versus the same dojo like that, where they had uh, the little kid versus uh, what's his face, Johnny's kid? Yeah, I feel like didn't that happen in the first movie though? It did. Yeah. Oh, okay, it, maybe it, so. Maybe that's yeah. the thing. Because it's. I guess it's on, a thing. It's a ranking for your your individual, you know, to be the gotcha. top. Okay. Which I must say, what a I don't know what the word I'm looking for. 
plot device. Now, the All Valley happens to have a male champion right. and a female champion. Well, that was the other great scene was the city council scene. The city council. Where yeah, they were debating the, the, yeah, that. The, yeah. <laughs> Just so stupid. Like, there's like hand wringing and sweating. And right. There's like a whole montage of them figuring out what to do with the All Valley. Right. But it's funny. I mean, I guess that, that's clever, the writers, because as stupid as that is, just to throw in a new rule, they actually showed it and made fun of it. Right, right. Well, they made basically well, what you what what I got out of it was that whole uh, karate you know council meeting was them in the writers' room trying to figure <laughs> out how to up the stakes for this season. Yeah, that was like real time stuff that happened in the writing room. Yeah, it was like they room. just yeah they they threw in some of their own dialogue from the writers' room. <laughs> well, you know, next time, just like Karate Kid two. You know, it's not fighting for a tournament; it's fighting for your life. So I think coming up on stakes season five, be higher. yeah, because Miguel or whatever the fuck his name is, yeah, is going down to Mexico and to beat his drug lord of a father. Oh, ah, okay. So you think it sounds like uh, yeah, Sato, right? When Miyagi had to go back to Okinawa and yep. Sato and Chosen. Yep. You know. Wow. And then we've got chosen at the end of this episode. Okay, so, oh, he, so tell us spoiler. Yeah, yeah, big spoiler, everybody. Uh, so we'll recap first of all, Podman Run. Recap the tournament with for us. That you know, so we had the three dojos fighting here, and the winner would be the only. And I guess this was kind of like a gentleman's agreement, right? That the winner, that the other, the two losers would have to close stable. down. Like, like who would really do that? Now? Right, I mean, right. But they, the, all three dojos agreed that the two losers would have to close down, close their doors, right? So there was a lot at stake here, actually. Uh, so but Podman so Ron, give, give us the the lowdown of of what happened at the end of the tournament. Who won the All Valley? It's a point system, so it's based on you know because this is what we were just talking about before. The All Valley Council came up with a new <laughs> new rules and new. They had a skills competition. Skills competition of with woman's weapons and feats and stuff like that. <laughs> right. Woman's competition and a men's competition. And whoever won, you know, all these points told up you'd have the highest dojo winner. Okay. Well, as Brian said earlier, Hawk took home the the championship for the males. That's great. Or Miyagi Do. I'm not really sure who took on the skill for the for the skills skills one yeah but whoever it was it was Tori who won for Cobra Kai and they had the most points so they won the tournament and and of course Tori went up against Daniel's daughter (laughs) right because she was basically pretty much the only one but during the tournament the referee keeps calling questionable you know not calling questionable things like at one point uh, Sam punches Tory before Tory jumps out of bounds, but they the referee said no. That punch was she had uh, stepped out, out of bounds wow. before out when you punched. Huh. They 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 said something. They kind of they did a good job of trying to make it sound like oh it's overlooked. And then later on something else happened. I can't remember. So they should they wanted a, a point deducted um, uh, from one of the fights because it was a uh, a blow to the face. I think. Ah. Uh-huh. They didn't deduct the point, so so Tori ends up winning. Well, later on, Tori walks back in uh, after to go get some of her stuff, 
and she notices that Terry Silver is paying the referee off. Oh, ah. wow! A little corruption and in so, the All Valley. That's horrible. So that's going to be that. When I saw that, I'm like, okay, well, she'll go and she'll tell Johnny, or she'll tell uh, um, the wife. Some, uh, Amanda, the wife, that that it was rigged or whatever, and uh, she'll have like that that you know that guilt, and she'll come clean, and that'll be the reason why Johnny and Daniel once again reopen their dojos. Until we got to the epilogue with Daniel, right? And so that epilogue with Daniel is is Daniel saying he's like, uh, you think he's talking to Johnny the whole time because the whole season's been about Miyagi knows about defense. Um, uh, uh, Eagle Fangs about offense and balance, right? There should be balance, balance in, the, in, the in the in the discipline, right? And so he's talking to somebody this whole time at the at the epilogue, and he's like, "I was wrong, you know." Miyagi knows not just about defense, you know, all this kind of stuff. And he goes, "Will you help me?" He goes, and and, and he goes, "I can't." Uh, basically, he's saying he's going to renege on the deal with Priest that he's mm. going to keep doing Miyagi do. And he's like, well, you know, will you help me uh, train my students? And then it pans over and it's Chosen Ooh. from uh, Karate Kid Part 2, Ouch. who we saw last season briefly, right? Well, he was in like a whole episode or two. He, he trained, he taught Daniel last right. season the, the touch of death or whatever. Yeah. Miyagi-Do offense because <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Miyagi only taught defense, but chosen said ah you never learned miyagi Do." yes yes he had the scrolls the (laughs) The my miyagi scrolls wow but you know what for for a guy who speaking of daniel for a guy whose whole karate was based on balance during that whole competition that whole fight with sam and tori you know it was like go ahead and use offense i guess you know you should (laughs) right right i'm like that's like should that not be a given that you should use offense? Shouldn't you try to win? You know, <laughs> yeah. Should you not use them both? I mean, eh. I well, Daniel's, Daniel will weird. learn eventually when he's like 60-something. Um, so, yeah, so that's where it ends up with <laughs> with uh, Miguel going to find his drug lord dad in, in, uh, in Mexico. Johnny, so, by yeah, the way, is... Officially dating Miguel's mother, and that's out in the open now, and they love one another, and that's all good. And he said he's going to go find Miguel. Right. So what you're going to have is next season's going to be Johnny's on this whole thing trying to find Miguel, and they'll probably, I guess he'll take Robbie with him. So it's going to be like Johnny right. is on a road trip. Yeah, it's going to be the search for Spock, but it's going to be the search for Miguel. <laughs> and they'll probably get into a f- few fights along the way, right? A few fights along the way, you know. <laughs> so it's going to be Buddy Cop, you know, right. Johnny and Robbie. And uh, Miguel, and that way that can explain why Miguel's not in the season because <laughs> he's filming uh, Blue Beetle. He's eating too many burritos and, uh, down there. And it's going to be, you know, Daniel versus uh, Silver because Crease yeah. is off the table. How did Crease get off right. the, did he fake his own death again? How did that happen? No, you find out that uh, not only did Terry Silver turn, he turned on Crease. <laughs> and so twist. we had a return in the the third to last episode. So like episode seven, you had a return of a fan favorite character that I don't think <laughs> we've seen since season two. Oh, wow. 
right? Season three, yeah, you're right. So uh, Stingray comes back, and he's got a whole episode that kind of just follows him for most of the episode. And uh, you, I, I had forgotten that he was put on probation uh, because of because he was of age. <laughs> like when all the fight went down at the high school. Five years old. I mean, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, so he actually got jail time and probation for the fight at the high school because uh, he was an, a, a grown ass adult. And uh, um, he gets off probation and he comes back and he wants to join Cobra Kai, only to find out that Sensei Lawrence is gone and Miguel's gone, right? And at this point, Eli's even gone. <laughs> he right? is or very Hawk's confused. Gone. Yeah. So the only person there is Crease, and Crease is like, "You're never, you were never Cobra Kai. You, you'll, you will never train here. Get the hell out." And so he leaves, um, and then just gets the courage to come back and try and talk Sensei Crease into training him. But Crease isn't there. It's Terry Silver, and this is where Terry Silver flips his lid. Huh. Terry Silver beats the shit out of him, and that's the way the episode goes off. And uh, you don't see. Uh, Stingray again for like another two episodes until the end of um, uh, the the finale. One of the epilogues is is Stingray comes out of his coma. <laughs> so Terry Silver beat him into a coma, right. and uh, he comes out of his coma, and he tells him that John Kreese is the one that attacked him. And then oh. it flashes to Terry Silver said, "You can be Cobra Kai, but I need you to do this. Ah. You tell him that that John Kreese did this to you." So you've got this scene at the end, the epilogue with Crease and, and Terry Silver. Uh, they're sitting at Terry Silver's mansion, and uh, um, the police pull up and arrest John Crease. Oh, wow. So, which so it's going to be weird if they only address, like, the Stingray beating and not the fact that he's faked his own death twice. Like, <laughs> they're going to have to address some of this other stuff, too, in, in his legal battle. Well, if they, but, uh, if they have yeah. a story where Crease is in jail and... Guess what? He may get into a few, few fights in jail, right? A few action scenes in jail. Yep. And then, you know, there'll be a report that he got shivved or something like that. <laughs> so somehow or another, Crease yep. will have faked his death in jail and escaped, and then he'll come back at the end of, <laughs> of season five. <laughs> um, well, I will say, when when Crease uh, was getting arrested and uh, Terry Silver was doing his crazy madman rant. His, his mustache twirl monologue. <laughs> He said, don't worry about Cobra Kai. I'll have a few friends that'll help me with it. Right. Uh, who, who are those? Uh, we talked about them at the beginning of the uh, episode. Mike Barnes. Mike Barnes. Guy from the bad Cobra. boy of karate. The bad okay. boy of karate. Is gonna, he's going to make his karate kid appearance. I mean, <laughs> I, I, there was a, how many are they going to bring back it? here? Everybody? I don't know. They alluded to it earlier in the season, too, uh, that because somebody said, so wait, the the sensei that you had that betrayed you and the sensei that tried to kill you are teaming up to fight you and the, and the karate uh, and your karate rival uh, from from 35 <laughs> years ago. And like, is there anybody else I need to know? About? <laughs> right, right. And then he goes, no, I think that's it. <laughs> no, well, maybe there's... Maybe there's some more. Like, there's some like, more. Like, yeah, yeah. it's Mike Barnes. So, so, good stuff. This is a beautiful show because you know what? Not only it, it goes back and pulls out these old characters. I mean, Terry Silver, what's his name? Ian Griffin. He hasn't acted since like 2009. I mean, yeah. and they pulled him out 
brought him back to do this show. <laughs> brought him I back mean, to life. Gave him a purpose. Bring all these characters back. I mean, they're they're. I think it's really really good episode. Really cool. <laughs> they're corny as hell. They're That's horrible. Hell, I mean, it is bad TV. Yeah, they are. They're doubt. bad, but, but it's enjoyable. It's fast-paced, thirty-minute episodes. It moves quick. Yeah. You know, I, I can. I mean, that's. I cannot hardly watch an hour-long episode of anything anymore. Uh, and he watched. Uh, he watched six hours of it in one day. I know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Netflix, you tricked me again. Hey, speaking of, not to, because to, I don't want to, I'm sure we have another hour to talk about this. Has anybody watched yeah, the uh, uh, the Rock Ryan Reynolds movie on Netflix? Uh, Red I Notice? Tried. Red Notice? Yeah, I've watched it. <laughs> I've watched like a half hour and then it's like so yeah, generic, right? Uh, okay, never mind. Yeah, it's it's paint by numbers and, and it's absurd. Like the dialogue is just yeah, absurd. Yeah. But somehow that doesn't work. But this, just that little extra little uh, toss of uh, nostalgia in there does it for Podman Ron. The nostalgia, and then uh, they don't even shy away from the campiness of it. Of they, the stupid, they, yeah. they highlight it. Yeah. They're like, exactly look how crazy it. this shit is. Yep. Like, you've got enough characters pointing out the absurdity of it all the time. Right. It justifies them continuing to do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, his wife is like the straight man. <laughs> right, right. Thing. I mean, she's like. She'll just point it all out. Yeah, this yeah. is insane. Uh, here, so I had a conversation with somebody earlier today, and we were talking about lots of nerd stuff. And uh, he he said, like, we kind of came to a consensus. He was he was trying to explain this, and and like I re- it finally realized what he was trying to say. The reason why we balk at some stuff and accept other things, yeah, you know, with 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 these these type TV shows, movies, or whatever is your brain can accept crazy ass circumstances like you know it's a plot it's a plot device you can accept a plot device like the all valley how absurd is it that 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 you know that part of california is so obsessed with karate <laughs> right. right like you could but it just, it just it's a plot device it just is in that universe people are are just hyped up on karate right right um but the flip side is, if you have a care, but you but you're trying to put yourselves in the character's uh, um, position, right? It's you you have the whole idea of what's you know if I was in that position, what would I do? Where people balk and push back is when the characters don't make uh, decisions logically, right? It's when it's when you when you take logic out of the equation out of the equation and people act either out of character. Or don't apply like normal logic to their actions that people get off the bus, right? And so, so it's it's character motivation is what loses you, not necessarily crazy ass plot devices. Okay. So I thought it was kind of an interesting, and I would like to when we have these like Shang Chi, right? Can we accept that there's a portal that leads to another dimension? Okay, we've seen that before, right? Can we accept that there might be a realm where there's dragons? Okay, we can kind of accept that, right? Uh, can we accept like some of uh, Shang Chi's motivations? Then that's where you lose. That's right. where it starts to fall apart for most people. So I, I, it's, it was kind of cool. It, it would be nice to see the next time we have one of these TV shows that's more polarizing, where we're not agreeing on what we like about right. it. If we put it through that lens. All right. So, well, maybe Peacemaker yeah. will be that. That's, maybe that's, Peacemaker uh, that's the next will big be that. Uh, TV show coming up, and uh, 
Well, well it may be less for interest, but Righteous Gemstones. I'm excited about that coming up. <laughs> Righteous oh, Gemstones. Is that back? Is that when's that premiere? Sunday, I think. I think this upcoming oh, Sunday. Nice. Very cool. This one or next, whatever. All right. Well, all good things about nothing but love for Cobra Kai, other than. Uh, are they going to change the title of the show? Why should why should it be called Cobra Kai anymore? Right. That's true. Now that it's Johnny Silver, Johnny I mean, Silver, it should the, just be called uh, the, the, the fight for the All I mean, Valley. Terry Silver, yeah. Not quite as catchy of a title, I guess. But. Well, it would be nice if they came back and they started doing Cobra Kai and did did the 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 secondary title. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Cobra Kai. Right. Fight for the soul of the valley. <laughs> right, right. I never die. Cobra Kai never die. Yeah, Cobra Kai first, never die. Yeah. I mean, so you got to get Bar- Mike Barnes in the next episode, in the next season. But sometime or another, you gotta, you gotta get Hillary Swank in this. You know? Yeah, I was just say, I think they've said six seasons, right? And so out of the four seasons, we've only had two all valleys, right? So it's okay, like it's so you like think uh, we got one more in number six. I think we got one season of where the hell is Miguel? Johnny's on a road trip for most of it. Him and Robbie are patching things up. Uh, you've got some tension between Silver and Mike Barnes and uh, um, Daniel and Chosen, right? It's, it's still going on. And then season six is is the is the you know the final all valley where it's all where it's all settled down. Yeah. Which honestly, that kind of follows the the the, the movie pace too, right? Because it was the first movie was the All Valley, the second movie they were in Okinawa, and the third movie was the All Valley again, right? So you're that kind of on off on off seasons, but yeah, at the end of this season, it'd be season six, and it's and that's it. Uh, I don't six know seasons? that we'll get Hillary. Are they saying only six seasons? They said that they wanted to get to season six, and that's why <laughs> we had the restock, right? That's why you had the restock because you need if if Robbie's going off with Daniel with uh, Johnny, that's why you need Kenny there with Tori so you have enough students that you know at Cobra Kai. Right, right, and then you've got Daniel and then Anthony will start training. Right, so you got that kind of going on because Eli looks like he's uh, almost thirty at this point. <laughs> so you can, I guess you can uh, graduate them out if you need to, but um. The uh, uh, yeah, I got a feeling we're gonna get one season where it's off, one season where it's the tournament, and that's it. I don't know that we're gonna have time to fit Hillary Swank in, other than just a cameo, maybe. Yeah, I'd say she comes back with her own dojo and starts. I think she should recruiting, recruiting. You have this whole thing that Mr. Miyagi used to be in the military. There should be something in secretive about that. Hmm. Who was Mr. Miyagi? They need to bring in uh, whatever Will Will Smith's kid for a cameo from the next karate or the new Karate Kid or whatever his Karate Kid movie was. Well, tie in that universe. What was her name? Swank. Uh, yeah, Julie. Next her name is Julie. Uh, uh, the next Karate Kid. I'm trying to figure out what um, where it left her off at. Uh, I like, go uh, back and rewatch that. Because we know um, what happened to Allie, right? She was a neurosurgeon. So where's Hillary Swank? Did Hillary Swank have a job that would pull her back in? Mm. Does Chosen have a fatal heart attack, a la ah. uh, um, uh, Apollo Creed? 
and then you got to bring in Hillary Swank to help uh, uh, help train motivate, for Miyagi. Yep, yeah, get Daniel back up and uh, running. Well, or yeah. Miyagi, or 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 Danielson has a heart attack because yeah. she is the next Karate Kid. Yeah, that would oh, be good. That's that would true. Be, that would be. She's a the good next job. one. All right, so lots of good, lots of good stuff here. Nothing but love for for the Cobra Kai folks. Um, what else you want to talk about hey, for the I've next never, fifteen minutes? I've never watched an episode of Cobra Kai that was not good. Wow! All right, yeah. that's a PMR guarantee right there, friends. Wow! He gets he gets this. I don't know what he's going to rate this TV show. Well, yeah, how many? Gonna yeah, while well, we're going to give it down, we're going to go ahead and show our ratings. No, I was. It's five out of five, of course. But of course, of course, and there's but, nothing less than a five out of five. But still, it's season three was the best for me. I like season three the best. Then season yeah. one, then probably season two. This is probably my been my least favorite season. Wow, still five out of five. Still five. Out if out I had five. to rank the had to rank the seasons, that's how my ranking would go. Now I think season one is easily the strongest season. You got to really like drive home the point that Daniel was the bad guy of the first Karate right, Kid movie, right. which you, I, got, you wish they would have held the obs- that. If they would have held that a little bit longer, that would have been pretty funny. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I would agree with you because those those first episodes were fantastic on season one. I just missed the John Crease in season one, but also Daniel is such a smug little fucker. In season right, one. right. I well, mean, he was, he, yeah, just like he was in Karate Kid One. Uh, you know, the first uh, movie. No, not as bad as he was. In, oh my God, when you bring it out his own Ginsu knives to to cut his. Sushi. Oh yeah, oh, right. Jesus <laughs> right. Oh, and he uh, he gave uh, Johnny a bonsai and yeah. and then a, oh God. He was terrible. Oh. You know what I wished had happened was, you know, when Johnny was looking for a place for, for after Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang broke up and, and Johnny was looking for a place to train, it should have been in the uh, in the bonsai tree. Um, <laughs> the nursery. Uh, You're exactly right. That would have been cool, actually. Yeah. And they could even said something like, yeah, like, like he's doing it specifically to get back at <laughs> Daniel. He's like, he broke the locks and they're training out of the old uh, bonsai tree factory. That would have been funny, man. So. They even made a joke about that, about the bonsai tree. Oh, yeah, about him spending his money on it. Started a bonsai tree. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> yeah. In the eighties, that was a really. I thought to myself while I was watching that movie, who, what kind of fucker think that he could sell that many bonsai trees? <laughs> make a living off. Of yeah, I want to see this guy's business plan. <laughs> and, and I, and I'm the one that started a comic book shop. Yeah. So, I mean, Jesus Christ. I recognize a dumb idea when I see it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I certainly enjoy it as well, but you got to think anybody. So if Alex were here, he would have been asleep by now. But, you know, someone who goes in blind on this and is just looking and doesn't have the movies as a background or anything like that, would they be like, well, this is the stupidest fucking show ever. This is just retarded, if I can use the R word. Um, uh, you know, so is it just the that little dash of nostalgia that makes that turns it from completely stupid to acceptable <clears throat> stupid? Well, I think it's it, this wouldn't have survived except for in like the era of streaming, right? You know what I mean? Like this, you couldn't have made this show even fifteen years ago, ten years ago, and it, and it stayed on the air. 
you know. <laughs> right. uh, but but the films are are readily available on multiple platforms. Right. You know, you can watch these films anytime you want to. So, uh, yeah, I think the uh, <clears throat> if you watch it and you're like, well, what the hell is this? I kind of remember Karate Kid when I go back and watch it, and then you're like, oh wait, yeah. like look how bizarre, the movies bizarre were this stupid shit too. was in the eighties. It's it isn't that much of a, a departure from what we saw in the eighties in those three films, you know. Right. <clears throat> so, it's, All right. a, it's really cool that the creators of this show and who keeps making it has gone to the links that they have <laughs> to pull all these old movies and all this old cast, pull this cast together, string new characters mixed in with the old characters. And, and make this narrative and like y'all said in the beginning make it into a, a male soap opera you know I mean I, there is I cannot think of any show movie that has done what wow. this show has done I can't I mean I can't think of anybody who's gone back so far I mean you could say maybe Star Trek but even then not to this extent I mean so not when you're looking back at old TV shows and, and revamping them and bringing it back with old with the old characters, same characters, same those characters and 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 doing it the way they did it. So, no, I, right. I think that's it's something that hasn't been done, and I don't think anybody will be able to do it like this again. Never again. All right. Well, we'll I'm sure somebody will take you up you on that challenge. I, we need to figure out what that next action. So, Teenage action movies. What's what, up? What is that? The A Team. Bring back the A Team. Yeah, they tried that. They tried that once, but well, they did a movie. I mean, but I, you I bring was... it back as a television show. Well, any of With those the Stephen cast? J. Cannell shows, Riptide, the A Team. Uh, right. Any of those you could. But I think A-team, with this though, you 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 have the the actors though with it with the A team or Riptide, you you wouldn't necessarily have the actors, the same actors. Well, you've got actors. everybody, but um, George Papard is still alive. Yeah, you but, still got T, right? Yeah, you but still I mean got, that's uh, like having they're going to be so old they'll be like detectives in an old folks home or something stupid like that. How old is Creed? <laughs> <laughs> I was setting you up on that one, Brian. Detectives That's in an true. old folks' home. What a dumb idea! Detectives that is. in an old folks' home. Yeah, that is, they're they're solving mysteries. Yeah, it's right? stupid. Yeah, I see like uh, two, you know, <laughs> uh, maybe like a uh, uh, William Shatner and, and the late Adam West. Yeah, and the late Adam West. Maybe get like, Burt Ward. That's gold. Cool. <laughs> well, there you go. That's gold. Cool. But anyway, I got a bad idea. What's he so, doing now? But anyway, that's uh, that's my thoughts on uh, Cobra Kai. All right, very good. Uh, Podman Ron, in the last uh, few moments here, as we've spent a full hour talking about Cobra Kai. Good Cobra Kai. Oh, Jesus. Uh, who could have predicted that? Uh, you, you've said you've, you had a little touch of the COVID, and you caught up on some other. Just give us a rundown of uh, TVs or movies that you've been watching here. Well... What I was watching, uh, search, search party, search party. PBS. God, I'm sorry, I'm kind of drew a uh, blank there for a That's second. That's okay. We know you're you're hopped up on Nyquil. Uh, so yeah, you're talking about search party that was a TBS original and now moved over to HBO Max. 
And uh, you know what? It was pretty good, actually. I, I enjoyed it. And one of the reasons I enjoyed it, they were only 30-minute episodes. Okay. Um, it starred the, uh, the, 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 the chick Maybe. from, uh, yeah, Arrested Development. And no and uh it was good i enjoyed it i i, I would recommend this show wow okay it's a fast watch i didn't it's a think fast watch i watched i think the first two seasons of it i didn't think that would be up your alley so i'm, I'm happy to hear that i actually liked it now i found out that i didn't think i thought it was over with but uh, apparently a fifth season's coming out in yep, a sometime few weeks yeah so i'm looking forward to that so okay. it's the last the fifth season being the last season if you're what other TV shows or movies have you been watching? I can't hear you without your. Well, then I watched a. Uh, I started back on Doom Patrol, which is. Oh, okay. I'm freaking loving it. Oh, wow. Uh, that's great. Yeah, season two. It's, it's bizarre. I don't, I don't even know how to classify this show. That's it's all over the place. But. I, I love it. It's great. It's uh, it's almost like it's set in today. Yeah. It's almost like the science is from the '60s and everything is from the '60s. Okay. They don't bother explaining much of it either. Yeah, like, they don't bother it, with that. Yeah. You know, like this episode I just watched today was they went into space and no one's wearing a helmet. You know, they're just. <laughs> Lasting in the space on this ro- rocket, and I, it's just it's bizarre, it's bonkers. But good little girls walking uh, apparently on the moon, I guess. No, no, not floating, nothing, just hmm. walking on the moon. But it's bizarre, but it's really good. Stories are really clever. They're out there. I mean, they're they're yeah, fucking they can be hard to follow. Weird. You just accept yeah. it, though, right? Well, I mean, it's only for people who really into science fiction or really into bizarre comics okay i mean if you're not into either one of those then Skip it. definitely not yeah all right so what else you got robot robot man sounds like uh bob einstein so i watched the bob einstein uh documentary on hbo max i, I watched the same thing it was okay I, yeah it was okay it was, i don't know it was pretty funny i, I didn't realize how much of a career he had and how funny he really was and what made him so fucking hilarious. He will be missed. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, if Curb hasn't been the same without him. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but uh, Robot, Brendan Fraser in the Robot Man costume sounds just like him. In my yeah, opinion. I guess so, man. Just I can see that. But uh, Brendan Fraser in the show is fantastic. He is just, Robot Man is hilarious. All right, what else you got? Brian, did you watch Doom Patrol any? I'm, yeah, I'm current on Doom Patrol. I watched all of it. It's good so. stuff. You like it or not? Oh, yeah, I love Doom Patrol. I've said that for a long time, how good it is. Yeah, I, I, I missed the see. I, I watched season one. I loved it. and just kind of dropped off. Just didn't want to pick it back up. But I was kind of yeah. there. Season two is really strong. Season three. Uh, season one still my favorite because you had, um, uh, was it Mr. Nowhere? Mr. Nobody? Nobody, that's what it is. You love your nobody Alan there. Tudyk or whatever. Tudyk, yeah, yeah, I love Alan Tudyk. But, uh, you know, he was because it was cool because he was the narrator of the season as well, you know? So, uh, but 
<laughs> yeah, I, uh, I enjoy season one better than season. Season three is probably the weakest of the three. So that gives me something to look forward to. Sorry. <laughs> but the other but, uh, thing, watching. Uh, oh, oh, I was gonna tell you. So I started <laughs> before I started Doom Patrol. I started watching uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two with. Uh, oh, wow. Garfield. You're jumping on that Andrew Garfield bandwagon. I was, you know, because I was like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe they, can't, get this they can't be that bad. You know, let me watch this movie again. And it was pretty goddamn awful. Uh, wow. I, I mean, I don't really. Wow. Uh, it, it was all over the place. It was, it was the most bizarre thing I ever. I got through like an hour of it and I just had to turn it off. It was just. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, wow, you got off that bandwagon quickly. Yeah. Let me make it a, a Podman editor's note from our Spider Man uh, Far From uh, No Way Home yes. episode, right? Yeah. My uh, One of my sons brought this to my attention because they watched Amazing Spider Man 2 as well. And so. While it, we did not explain why Tom Hardy's Venom would have shown up, you know, according to Doctor Strange's rules that, right, you know, he didn't know, uh, uh, you know, uh, it was people that knew who Peter was. Joshua pointed out to me that even though Andrew Garfield doesn't take his mask off, there's a scene where um, Gwen Stacy runs up to Spider-Man and says, Peter... Uh, like yeah and and electro's there to hear it oh so he would know that spider-man's name is peter but that's also why he wouldn't know that spider-man was you know he was he was hoping spider-man was was a black kid kid. oh okay so sure good catch for (laughs) one of the pod minis yeah definitely definitely did he watch the whole movie because i couldn't get through the turd yeah him and uh, him and jonah did they both watched it, but uh, but yeah, I was like, "That's a good catch, a good call." It is a good catch, man. You should have D- doubtful the filmmakers were were thinking about that. that oh, probably, I'm sure that's that was probably just did, happenstance. Yeah. <laughs> it was happenstance, I'm sure. Look into sure. this, they could use it. Yeah, yeah, they can say, "Oh, well, by the way, you know, our eagle-eyed viewer Joshua yeah. noticed this." Excelsior! So, uh-huh. Yeah, so, so you know, I was, I was kind of. I don't know. I even even Andrew Garfield's performances, I was just kind of thrown a little bit. It wasn't really, really wasn't that good. So, I mean, Alex loves Andrew Garfield. He loves that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I, his performance, not everything. It was just kind of off, and the story was just so bonkers. It was all out there. It was everywhere. So, yeah. Although I predicted earlier that you know Andrew Garfield will be tacked on as a new Spider-Man movie in possibly a way they could introduce Miles Morales in the Sony universe is have the Andrew Garfield get killed. Or Toby. Muscle. Or Toby. Uh, Toby's uh, saving Toby for Do a live action version of the Spider-Verse movie. I think they're saving Toby for Spider-Girl. Alright. So, but if you, do, if you think about it, if you do... Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man three movie. You kill him off like they did in Ultimate Spider-Man. He dies. Miles Morales takes over for Spider-Man four for Sony. 
So they they've got Miles Morales Spider Man and we got the regular Spider Man, the OG Spider Man. So in the MCU. So everybody. If said, if uh, Tom Holland comes back, right? Oh, Tom. So. Right, man, they're gonna back up Money Truck to his place uh, after. A, <laughs> I mean, he's cleared over a billion. After that Oscar winning performance. Well, it's the highest grossing Sony movie ever made. Yeah. And in, le- in not even a month. Yeah. Pay- it's not even been out a month and it's made that much. So, yeah, that he's playing it cool. He knows what he's doing. Brad, I've also been checking something out. Yes. That I could make a recommendation for. Right. So, uh, I've been on a Seinfeld kick Ooh, and wow. uh, uh, Netflix has got three different uh, comedy specials for Jerry. I watched all three oh, of okay. them. All right. So you've got, and it's, so they're pretty interesting because some of them are almost like documentary esque. Yeah. Right. But you've got um, Jerry Seinfeld. I'm telling you this for the last time. Right. Which was the uh, comedy special he did right after, or like a year or so after Seinfeld ended. And it's interesting. It starts off, and you see George. Car- it's a funeral, and George Carlin's there, and um, uh, Gary Shandling's there. Uh, all these comedians are there. I think George Wallace is there. They're all there at this funeral, and Jerry's, like, burying his old material, Ah. right? And then somebody's like, oh, that's good. Oh, can I have this joke? You know, that kind of thing. They're trying to steal his jokes. And so it's what it is, though, is it's it's a stand-up set, but it's all the jokes that were the bumpers on the Seinfeld TV show. That's pretty funny. So he's going through the material that were the bumpers on the show, and co- so it kind of expands on the jokes and, and kind of like what the uh, what the bits right. were. So it's pretty cool. And I was like, that was great. So then I watched um, 23 Hours uh, to, Kill, to Kill, yeah, which is the newest one. I think it came out like 2018, um, maybe 2019. But it's uh, it's it's all new material, yeah. Like, and that's what he toured around with a, a couple years back, and, and then. Probably the one I liked best of the three was uh, Jerry before Seinfeld. Have you seen this one? I haven't seen. That's the one I haven't seen. He goes back to the comedy store in New York and uh, does uh, several sets, but it's also talking about like how he became a comedian and the stuff he did. And he goes back to you know where he used to work when he was uh, you know in out of college when he would do stand up at night. You know where he would where he'd get his lunch and where he'd you'd get, you know, the deli he'd go to. And, and so he's like, he's, it's almost like comics and cars, right? Yeah. But it's all about him and kind of like his method and what he did when to break in. Uh, and it really kind of focuses on the first five years before he got that gig on The Tonight Show, before he appeared on The Tonight Show the first time. And so it, he kind of goes through some of his old jokes and some of his old material and, you know, this bombed, and and this was my first like this was my first real joke that got a great got a really good laugh. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's almost like half comedy special, and it's got audio and stuff from his uh, from his you know his early stuff, uh, and that he's redoing some of the material now. And but then he also kind of talks about the comedy store and and stuff that that you know funny anecdotes about the comedy store and that sort of thing. So uh, but yeah, it's it's almost half comedy special half documentary huh. really really good check that one out. 
right. We can't hear you, people. I was on a Seinfeld kick about two or three weeks ago. So, <laughs> did you watch either of those specials or any of those three <laughs> no, specials? I watch those. I, I haven't watched any of the specials. I saw him out. I saw him in concert one time. He was pretty good. There you go. You saw him out and about. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Well, and I was, the kids were able to watch it because it's Seinfeld. There's nothing, you know. I don't know. Every time, risque. every time we turn on a Seinfeld or something like that, then it's the Sponge episode or something. Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. The, and it's like, the, God uh, damn it. So yeah, again, you forget the yeah master of your own. You forget, uh, you know, sometimes that it's like, oh yeah, these are. This is a story about four single people who have a new date every episode. For the I most was gonna part. say they they fuck around. They all fuck the time. around constantly, so it's yeah. Uh, yeah. But we yeah, watch none it of that's still. in Jerry's material. Like that's right, none, right. Of, none yeah. of that's in his stand-up. No, so. he he doesn't go. What's the deal about chlamydia? <laughs> What's the deal with chlamydia? <sighs> all right. Well, well, any other part? Last words here. We're almost at time. No, I don't think, uh, what, what are we going to be reviewing next time? What's coming out this month? I feel like there's a movie coming out this month. But well, it was going to well, be Well, it was Mobius. supposed to be Mobius. Yeah. Oh. Morbius. Morbius, yeah. Mobius, whatever his name is. Um, Morbius? I haven't watched the new Matrix movie. I, I was going to say, anybody uh, watch the Matrix movie? No. I sat down with the kids. We watched Matrix 1. We're trying to cycle back through before it leaves yeah. uh, HBO Max. So... We watched but, uh, we watched uh, the first Matrix together, uh, and then and it was enjoyable. I thought it was good. I, again, it kind of reminded me like, oh yeah, I kind of remember this movie now. I don't really remember anything wrong. And then the uh, second movie, we started watching that, and then ten minutes into, it, it's a big uh, sex scene that's like ten minutes long. It's like, god damn it! Yeah. So I have to fast forward through the rave slash sex scene, and we got right, through they that. Got they got to learn. Might as well learn Matrix sex. I've, yeah. The way we did watching TV. That's true. That's true. Uh, but we so we haven't we stopped channel. There. We didn't watch. Uh, oh, I think I saw a nipple. What was that? <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Uh, you know what's sad is that when we leave my kids at home alone at night, and my wife will go and I will go off and stuff like that. And, you know, they they could be doing anything. They could be watching anything, going on the Internet, looking at everything. And then I come, we come back, and they're like, yeah, we've been watching The Middle or Parks and Rec for three hours or whatever. Yeah. It's like, you stupid little you innocent check kids. The browser history? I, I do check the browser history, but... Yeah. And he's more disappointed in what he doesn't find. I know, exactly. It's like, you've been looking up Godzilla stats for the past two hours? I mean, come on, people. <laughs> Have you seen Pornhub? I know. Can I introduce you to a little bit of this stuff? Yeah, leave the browser on right. for him. Encourage it a little bit, yeah. I don't want to have a talk with you. You might as well you know, let here just this is the pretty much reality. This is it. This is what boys and girls do together. That's fine. Girls like this kind of stuff. <laughs> they love it. All right. I'm Alex I'm sure would love to participate in this conversation. But uh, so, but we do have Peacemaker and Righteous Gemstones if we talk about that. Yeah, Peacemaker and Righteous Gemstones. I I wanna go try and see uh, Kingsman. Me and PMR had talked about doing it before he got the Rona got the rona and uh matrix so maybe we'll have some stuff to have a few something to chat about cover what um so when is uh you said righteous gemstone this sunday when is peacemaker coming on it's like the 19th the 13th yeah they're they're both right around the same time i think something like that all right cool yeah yeah Um, you know it seemed like uh, always sunny was only eight episodes this season which oh wow kind of 
disappointing episodes towards the end. So, which we didn't really talk about, but well, let's not start now. Yeah, I feel like if if you're wanting to watch uh, to get your sunny vibe, go watch Mythic Quest. Ugh. Yeah, I watched the first episode of that, and I actually liked it. So I probably I need to. I forgot all about it. To be honest with you, I need to revisit that and watch that again because. I don't know, the last... Uh, Beer Monkey was my favorite episode. Fucking mm-hmm. so funny. But, like, after that episode, I swear to God, those four episodes when they were in Ireland... Uh, was, Did it also seem like Danny DeVito wasn't around much this season? Yeah, he really... Well, it's probably because it's Corona. Yeah. But, yeah, he was just... It was just not good. I mean, just dumb. And... I don't know. And I was telling someone, I think what I missed about, I miss all the side characters. I miss, you know, Crickety, Rickety, Rickety Crickets. Yeah. Well, Rickety Crickets is on uh, Mythic Quest. Yeah. I miss the Boyle, McBoyle brothers. McBoyles, yeah. You know, they're I, busy. Yeah. I miss all these char- side characters. That's what made that show. What was uh, um, Dee's oh. acting partner? Uh, she was in an episode this season. Who was? D's acting partner. What's her name? Oh, Artemis. Artemis, yeah. yeah she was there for us that episode. I mean, no one's in these shows in this show anymore, and it's just kind of like, uh. I mean, they had some really strong episodes. I, I like the, I like the uh, lethal lethal weapon, weapon five. Really good, and I like the uh, like I said, the beer monkey one was really good. Didn't really care for the, the flashback episode, but eh, it was kind of dumb. So, yeah, all my all my uh, great shows have just kind of kind of petered out, you know. Curb, Always Sunny. Yeah. Kind of like this gonna... episode, Brad. Yeah, I was about to say, every, all good things must come to an end, <laughs> just like this episode. Now, uh, not... he, he, he gave us one last rant for the road. One <laughs> Thank last you. ramble. Thank you. <laughs> now he can lay his head down, his sleepy little head down, and just fall asleep in the nerditorium. Go to sleep. All right, well, you take a nap, and until next time, save it for the podcast.